Um, how many of you know that God has a lot more than we've experienced yet? <laughs> and God is just showing me, um, he has just been revealing to me that he wants his kids blessed and he wants us as his children to be receiving all that he um, has accessible to us, all of the kingdom of heaven, everything that pertains to life and godliness. He has given it to us, amen? But there's something that we need to have in order to receive it, and that is faith like a child. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight, faith like a child, childlike faith. Who here has ever had a child or taught children's church or had a conversation with a child ever? I think most people. How many of you would say that children are kind of gullible? Like, they just believe you. Drop of a hat, doesn't matter whether it's true, doesn't matter whether it's not true, they take you at your word, right? And so that's how God wants us to be, uh, like a child who just takes him at his word, just believes him no matter what, no matter whether we see the end result or not ahead of time, we take him at his word and we have an expectation that whatever he said, he's going to bring it to pass, Amen. So that's what God wants us to be like, a child. And so when I think about a child, I think about my son Jude because my other ones have grown up to find out mom and dad don't always follow through with their word. <laughs> we try, right? But, but we as, as um, humans, sometimes we break that word. And children, as they grow up, they find out not everybody keeps their word, and so that kind of hurts their, their uh, faith, so to say. But what we need to realize is God is not a man that he would lie. Amen? He says what he means, he means what he says, and whatever he says or releases, he watches over his word and he will perform it. Amen? And so he wants us to forget all the business of, of having our faith hurt, um, forget all the business of having um, people not fulfill their words, realize that God has always been faithful and he always fulfills his word. Amen? And so um, when, you know, I think about a faith like a child, I think about Jude, that we could probably tell him anything, um, and he takes us at our word. He believes that if we were to tell him he can have not one candy, but two, he is going to make sure that you give him that two. <laughs> or we give him rewards, goofy rewards, like he's able to sleep on a cot in our floor in our bedroom. Yeah, because if he sleeps in the middle of us, he kicks, kicks us and we can't sleep. But it's a reward, like for sleeping in his bed for five nights in a row and staying in bed, he can spend the weekend and have a slumber party with us. And he takes us at his word. He, uh, he will not let us forget that we said this and we must fulfill our word. <laughs> But we, as God's children, need to be the same way that persistent child is regarding the word of God. Number one, we need to believe him 110% and take him at his word. And then we need to remind him about what he said to us. He says, bring back to my remembrance the things that I said. In other words, and then hold fast to that profession of faith of what you're believing God for. Remember it. Remind him that you believe what he said. And he'll watch over it and he'll perform it. Amen. So God just spoke to me the other day, um, and he's continuing to speak to me on this topic, but everything usually that God's speaking to me, I'm usually going to end up teaching it. So, <laughs> But I'm growing in this. But God spoke to me the other day about how he longs for his children to operate in the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is all around us. We're, we're um, co-labors together with Christ. We are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. We're bilocational. <laughs> we live here on earth and we live in heaven. God wants his will done on earth as it is done in heaven. So how is that possible unless we know what's going on in heaven? It's not. 
We need to know what's going on in heaven. And so in order to be true co-workers together with God, we need to have access to the things of the kingdom of heaven. And the Lord is revealing to me and the Lord is showing me that in order to have access to the things of the kingdom of heaven, we have to stop being adults. We have to be like a child and just take him absolute at his word and just act on it. And just know that you know that you know that he means what he says and says what he means and have no doubt. Don't waver about it. Don't wonder about it. Don't try to figure it out because that's what an adult mind does. We reason, don't we? We reason, how is this, if I make this budget, this plan, how is this amount of money going to pay all the bills? Well, sometimes when God says give, you know, of our tithes and our offerings and, and God says give and, and it's not really working out according to what needs to go out, sometimes we just need to have faith in God and not in the budget. You know, um, sometimes when he says believers will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, but yet the doctor is saying, well, there's no medicine that can cure that. I'm sorry I give you, you know, so many months to live. It's incurable. Go ahead and eat anything you want because, <laughs> oh, yay, okay, I'll do that Enjoy. But God says, by Jesus' stripes, you were healed. Amen that believers shall lay hands on the sick and you shall recover. So it's up to us then at that point to receive as a child what God says over what circumstances say, over what reasoning and the adult mindset with everything that we think we've learned. We need to stop the reasoning according to what man or the world or the natural says and start thinking kingdom of heaven and what it says. Amen? So God spoke to me and he, the other day, and he said he longs for his children to operate in the kingdom of heaven and receive from all that the kingdom has. But in order to receive from the kingdom of God, you must believe. Have faith like a child. This is the only requirement that he states. In order to access everything that the kingdom of heaven has, you must believe. One huge thing that a child has is what? A huge what? Imagination. A huge imagination. Who here has ever pretended something? Sometimes, and it's not really fun as an adult, but sometimes you need to pretend with your kids that you're playing house or that you're playing school or that you're playing bank or this or that. You have to have an imagination. And as a child, man, I remember going like a whole day being outside and... Um, Playing with my friends and playing house. You know, you be the kid and I'll be the mom and da-da-da-da-da. Why? Why? How can they do that? They have this imagination. Sadly, while living in this world, that imagination dwindles, dwindles, dwindles because um, either they get corrected, stop playing around, stop messing around, focus on this, you know, and, and it kind of dwindles over time, which is really sad because God created us right from heaven. Here we are on earth. And we start off with this massive imagination, and it's for good reason. It's so that we can imagine the things of heaven, so that we can see the things of heaven without having doubt and hindrances stand in the way. And so God is just bringing me back to this childlike faith, a faith, a child who has faith can imagine that what God says is so. So if Jesus says, by Jesus' stripes, you were healed, the faith of a child could imagine myself walking as whole and healed. Um, the faith like a child would say, um, the word of God says in Philippians 4.19, for God supplies all your needs according to his riches and glory. So the faith of a child would say, okay, I'm going to grab hold of that scripture and I'm going to start imagining myself with all the riches and glory, what is that going to look like in my life? I'm going to start imagining myself having my bills paid, that I'm not struggling. I'm going to start imagining myself being able to give to others who are in need. This is what he wants us to be doing to give birth to the things of the kingdom of heaven. To access the things of the kingdom of heaven, we need to see ourselves doing it. Just like the faith of a child. In Mark 9, 23, 
a man, Jesus, like, you know, ready to heal this man, and, and uh, the man's, like, kind of questioning, Lord, if you can, if you can do this, and the Lord's like, if I can, don't you understand that all things, or you could say all of heaven is accessible, all things are possible to those who will believe. That's just the one requirement. If you want anything out of the kingdom of heaven, healing, health, forgiveness, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, peace, joy, fulfillment, direction, if you want anything out of the kingdom of heaven, all it takes is one ingredient, and that is the faith like a child, to believe whatever he says is so. Amen? The great thing about God is we already know that he can be trusted. He's not like us humans who have um, run late. I was 10 minutes late for our meeting. Um, he's not like us humans who make mistakes um, and forget that we made a word to our child and they have to remind us. No, God remembers. God speaks something and he says he takes it and he watches over his word to perform it. Wherever he sends it, it's accomplished. Amen? So the good thing about God is he can be trusted. Whatever he speaks, he makes sure it's good. And so we can have faith like a child when it comes to him. We don't have to worry about whether it's going to work out or not, like we do with some people. We just need to believe and take him for whatever it is he's saying. I said it a few times, but Isaiah 55, 11, if you're taking notes, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it will accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing to which I sent it. In the word of God, you know, the Lord has such a heart for children, and I believe it's because they're the ones who are believing. I, I spent some time with my son. I've been doing this. Um, I put on some, like, soaking music, and... and uh, and they walk us through, um, it's a Joshua Mills like soaking, um, cleansing thing to, to open yourself up to God speaking to you at night. So anyways, I, I pray with him and, and then we do this little soaking prayer thing and invite the Holy Spirit to cleanse our heart, cleanse our eyes, cleanse our ears and all this. And he goes, he talks about you being open to the Lord speaking to you and he goes, now, does that mean I'm going to start hearing God more? Does this mean I'm going to start having dreams and visions? And I was like, well, that's what the word says, and, and we're inviting him because, you know, you have not because you ask not, and so we're inviting him. And he's, he goes, <laughs> in excitement, in ex expectation, because he has faith like a child. Amen. And so it's just really exciting seeing that faith and it ignites faith in me because he's just taking the word and, and is absolutely convinced that it's going to work. Amen. And that's what we need to be like. We need to be convinced that God's word is true, that we're in so much expectation that when we get a scripture and God speaks to, to Courtney a scripture, Philippians 4.19, Courtney, God supplies all your needs according to his riches and glory. And all of a sudden she gets it. She hears it from the Lord and she's like, <laughs> because she's so excited because God's word is true. Now you're going to start hearing a new, new sound. It's not caca. It's... Okay, so Jesus is excited in this situation, and the disciples are trying to create organization, you know, because people in crowds are crowding around him, and he's trying to teach, and he's trying to minister to people. And sometimes we as adults are just so serious and try to, you know, organize things and organize the chaos and, and try to get the service just so and, and whatever. And so that's what the disciples were all about. They were just there for the organization, keep things safe, whatever. And the children are wanting to come to Jesus, and they're crowding around him, and they're trying to get at him and trying to be by him. And the disciples are like, and like us often when we're having a nice civilized dinner party or meeting or something like that, we're trying to shoo our kids, get, get go, go play, go play with your toys, shh, be quiet, you know. But Jesus is like, don't forbid the children from coming to me. Don't forbid the children from being around in Luke 18, 16, he says, But Jesus called to them, saying, Permit the children to come to me. Don't hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs 
to those such as these. The kingdom of heaven is only accessed through those who will believe like these. God is all over that. You want to access the things of the kingdom of heaven and you've been trying your best and you've been doing what you can do. But the thing is, is all he requires from us is just believe. Just believe. Take it, act like you're a child and just believe and don't have a doubt, not an ounce of doubt because he who's like a wave of the sea, like James Bond says, um, he'll be tossed to and fro and that man won't receive anything from the Lord. But be like a child and don't even understand what doubt is. Do away with doubt. Do away with it because a child doesn't even know what that is. Just believe. Hallelujah. In Luke 18, 17, then he says, Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child won't even enter it at all. How did we receive Jesus? By faith. I mean, it sounds kind of crazy if you break down. We believe something we didn't even see happen. Of a man we never saw believing that he was the son of a God we never saw, that came to die on the cross, shed his blood to cover our sins even thousands of years ahead of time. And we're believing that that, and that he rose again from the dead, that if we'll believe that he did that and confess with our mouth that he is Lord, we, with the faith of a child, become saved. And we all have done that. Everybody in this room has had the faith like a child enough to receive Jesus Christ as Lord. And the whole rest of the kingdom of heaven works exactly the same way. So why isn't we are why aren't we operating in everything that God has for us? Is because we stop there. Maybe we we get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Again, it's the faith of a child that receives the the gift of tongues and receives the Holy Spirit. You know that the only one who stepped out on the water was Peter, and I believe it's because he was the least educated. He had the less, lesser amount of, of human reasoning, human experience as far as education went. I'm just making this up as I go, but I'm just saying, he didn't reason with his mind of, that it wasn't going to work. He just stepped out with that childlike faith and began to walk in the kingdom of heaven and what was accessible to him. You can't operate in the gifts of the Spirit without taking a step of faith like a child and believe that God could actually speak to you or show you what's on his heart or what he's doing in the kingdom. I could keep to myself what I saw, but I have faith like a child that I'm seeing what I see. And so then the Lord starts giving me scripture to back it up. Yes, you are. And the Lord just blessed me the other day. I'm not patting myself on the back, but the thing is, is he started showing me some things as I was spending time with him on this last Saturday. And that's kind of where some of this message came from. He started showing me walking along a path with him. And he started showing me, um, I saw myself climb onto a tree branch that overhung um, a river. And he said, what do you see? And Jesus is walking with me. He said, what do you see? And I said, well, I see um, the river. And I see beautiful nature, your creation all around. I see the sky, and I see the sun, and I see some birds flying. And he said, everything that I have for you, I have so much more in store for you beyond what you can see with your natural eye. But you must continue to have faith like a child. See, I couldn't even have that encounter if I didn't allow my imagination to go there. If I didn't allow me, myself to imagine and have the faith like a child that Jesus was talking to me, that Jesus was walking with me. Sometimes we, we diminish this, um, our imaginations, we diminish our, our visions because it's not in the natural realm. 
But the thing is, God created us like him. He imagined the heavens and the earth, and then he spoke it into existence, and the Holy Spirit manifested it with his power. So we were created to be like God and operate just like him in the kingdom of heaven where we would see something with the eye of faith, where we would speak and the power of God would back it up with the Holy Spirit and his power. But if we're only operating in the sense realm, in this natural realm, then not too much of the kingdom realm is going to happen for us, even though it belongs to us. It's like money in a bank that we never access. So God said, there's so much more I have in store for you, but it must be accessed through the childlike faith. You have to have childlike faith. You can't reason with this stuff. It has nothing to do with reasoning. You don't see where God reasoned with himself whether he could create the heavens and the earth. He just saw it and spoke it. He imagined what he wanted and he spoke it into existence. And so, you know, on one hand, we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved unto God and, and preach the word of God. And, and, and that's all good, but we, sh but we shouldn't study so much that we're, we're um, thinking it's of our own abilities that we could preach or that we could teach or that we could operate as, you know, a child of God. It's still got to be by faith. You're, you're putting that information into you so you know the word of God so that out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth can speak. It's still got to be inspired by God. And, and, and the thing is, is it's like kind of like a dead letter if, if you're not getting it, if you're not seeing it with the imagination and with the eye of faith. See, I'm, I'm kind of using those two terms. They're the same thing. It's the eye of faith. Your imagination is the eye of faith. Seeing those things. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that aren't even seen yet in the natural, but they are seen in the spiritual. You have to be able to see it in the spirit before you're going to see it in the natural. If you want the manifestation of something that's in the kingdom realm that belongs to you, you have to start seeing it. See yourself well. That's what Brother Hagen did when he came off the bed of sickness. He started seeing himself well. He started acting as if the word of God was true. And then the manifestation, then he made that heavenly withdrawal. It's interesting to me, I was just, you know, this is just me meditating on what happened in the word and who Jesus chose to be his disciples. There was a couple in there that knew a few things. You know, um, Matthew did the tax collector, but he chose to forfeit his, his abilities. And then we got a, a doctor in there. But for the most part, these were unlearned men. <laughs> the Bible calls them unlearned men. And that was for good reason, I believe. It's so that they would have faith like a child and believe everything that Jesus was saying so that then they too would go and duplicate. It's easier to learn about the kingdom than it is to unlearn religion. Because sometimes religion has God in a box that he only works so and so, you know, and, and they have their preconceived ideas and their reasonings why things don't happen anymore and this and that. Whereas the word of God, when we have faith like a child, we believe it, we just step over into it and we receive it. You know, I remember my dad... It was right when, and I was showing Clayton, we were driving around, and I was showing him, you know, my dad was only a few months old in the Lord, and he was already preaching at churches, and they were having him teach Bible studies. He didn't know anything except for that. He believed like a child and started operating in the power of God. Being young in the Lord, but just took it like it was true and started acting on it. And so sometimes we get into religion or get into um, a structure of, of how 
you know, the church has taught us and this and that, and we stop allowing the Holy Spirit to teach us and give us more revelation, um, and, and we're afraid to go further than the, the natural man has been taught. Now, we've got the word of God. If you sow the word of God in your heart so that you don't sin against the Lord, he's going to keep you safe. The Holy Spirit's the spirit of truth. But he's also the spirit of revelation. And as time goes on, don't we see an increase in the knowledge in the world? We, we, we have cell phones that can contact people on the other side of the world. We have the internet. We have just, you name it. We did not have some of this stuff 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I remember getting my first email. That's how old I am. <laughs> I remember um, all the different brand new social medias. I remember this stuff. And I, I feel like so old. I remember hearing my dad talking about different things. <laughs> um, but as the world advances, shouldn't we also be advancing in our knowledge of the Lord? Just because somebody else in the past operated in the supernatural and in the power of God doesn't mean they knew it all. They went as far as they knew in the revelation that they had for that season. But the Holy Spirit is continuing to work as time goes on. And he's continuing to reveal the kingdom of heaven. And he wants us operating in so much more than even they operated in so that the world will know our God is God. I believe that God's going to reveal so much that it's becoming so easy to us to understand because we're grabbing it not from this level of like mental knowledge but from heart knowledge, just from, from pure uh, believing like a child, having faith like a child and taking God at his word. Daring to believe like a child that, that this is possibly how it could actually be. That if I see this with the eye of faith, if I sit around and, and I incubate this like I'm pregnant with, with a baby of faith, with a successful business or with a successful ministry or with um, um, cars and houses paid off or, or whatever it might be, that I'm incubating with the eye of faith and I'm seeing daily with the eye of faith myself doing this, sooner or later, I'm going to give birth to it. Don't go there. <laughs> They're incubating something else. Um, Matthew 18, 2 through 4, Jesus calls the little children to him. And all of the disciples, by the way, I like all the, the Gospels talk about the same story, and I like reading from the different, different ways they saw it. And Jesus called the little children to him, and he put a child among them, and he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you'll never get into heaven. You'll never get into the kingdom of heaven. So, like, we've already become like children enough to get into the kingdom of heaven. But it says, so anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I was like, Lord, let me be the, the, the child of a bunch. I want to be the greatest. I want to I know so much about the kingdom realm. And this is what he was revealing to me. Everything I have in store for you is beyond the natural eye. Like, so just wash away any preconceived ideas of knowing anything, and then you've got it. That's what he was showing me. I want you to stay like a child. I don't want you to, not that I don't honor and respect ministers that have gone before me, not, not that I don't honor and respect um, um, ones who, who try to speak into my life. I, you know, they know the word, the foundation of the word, and I'm going to stick with that. But because we have a foundation of the word, we do not have to worry about getting off because that is our foundation. God wants to take us further and deeper and higher in the things of the kingdom of heaven than we've ever seen the world go or the, king, you know, the kingdom, the body of Christ go before. And it's going to have to come through new revelation because it's all been done before until now. We've had the word movement, the word of faith movement, and that's what this ministry is built on is the word of faith, which is excellent because this is a firm foundation. We're built upon the cornerstone. Amen? 
It's not moving with any wind. It's not moving with any storm or any kind of false doctrine. Mm -mm. <laughs> so anyone who becomes humble like a child saying, okay, I don't know it all, but I'm willing to be taught by you, Holy Spirit. I'm willing to imagine with my eye of faith me laying on hands on the sick and actually seeing them recover. I, I had a dream um, two nights ago, and it was just this massive um, kind of chaos, good chaos. I remember it was almost like a circle pit, kind of like a mosh pit, of just, just kind of chaos of people uh, who were sick, uh, of people in wheelchairs, people with crutches, people who just were sick, and they were there to get hands laid on them. And I remember seeing people, I remember seeing the wheelchair spin and somebody get up off it. I remember all these miracles happening. And then I woke up. Dare to believe that you could be involved in that, is what the dream was. Dare to believe like a child that you have something to do with that. But if we're not daring to believe enough to, to daydream or to dream these things, it will never be birthed in our lifetime. Think about it. A mother who's pregnant is typically pregnant for eight to nine months. During that time, she dares to believe in something that she cannot see. And for a good amount of time, she can't feel it. She can't taste it. She can't touch it. She can't smell it. Nothing with the five physical senses. Okay? But yet, all along, she believes so much so that if you're a mother, you know you daydreamed about that baby holding it. You daydreamed about its cry at night. You daydreamed and you imagined so much so that you actually prepare a nursery ahead of time. You have a shower ahead of time. You imagine walking with a stroller ahead of time. All this stuff while you're just incubating and seeing with the eye of faith until that day that it's manifested into the natural. This is the same way that God wants us to produce things from the realm of the spirit, from the kingdom of heaven. Whatever it is that God's showing you, whatever it is you're believing God for, start seeing it with the eye of faith. Take time to meditate on the word. In, in um, Psalms 1, 1 through 3, he says, He who meditates on the word is like a tree planted by streams of living water. His leaf will not wither, and whatever he does will prosper. Well, see, the thing is, is that when he's meditating on the word, he's actually growing a baby, producing results right from the kingdom of heaven. I think often as we grow up, we stop our daydreaming. We stop our dreaming. We get too educated, whether that be by correction because parents are telling us. I, I often got scolded in, in, um, in even elementary school for daydreaming. <laughs> I couldn't get my attention because I was off in yonder just daydreaming. <laughs> but that's a gift from God. <laughs> God wants us to imagine. God wants us to, to create and see it because that's creating something. God wants us to imagine and see the word of God working for us. Romans 10, 9, and 10, we know the scripture, but if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It's with your mouth that profession, um, of, that you profess with your faith and you are saved. So they're acting on this scriptural basis of seeing and of believing and of partaking as a child in the kingdom of heaven, becoming a part of the kingdom of heaven. I like this. In John 3, 3 through 4, Nicodemus and Jesus are interacting and Jesus answers and says unto him, Verily I say to you, except a man be born again, he cannot even see the kingdom of heaven. 
Nicodemus, with his adult reasoning, says to him, how can a man in his old age go back into his mother's womb and be born again? That was wrong. God had to correct him. He's like, that's not how it works. You're going to have to rewind and scratch everything you've learned and just take my word for it. Have faith like a child. Whatever I say, forget any natural human reasoning that you have learned here on earth and take it like a child, like a father is telling his son, I'm going to do this for you. Take it, believe it, and go off and play and just expect that it's going to happen. And you could even go ahead and lay and look and lay on the, I don't know, I'd lay it on the side of a hill and just close your eyes and start daydreaming about it. And you'll be doing more good for yourself than worrying about when and where and how it's going to come to pass. The Bible says worry can't add a single day or a hair to our head. So it's not going to do you any good to worry how. In fact, worry is the opposite of faith. So he says, let that man not think he'll receive anything from the Lord. That's not how you access the things of the kingdom of heaven, wandering. But believe like a child. Have faith like a child. So in order to enter the kingdom of heaven and receive Jesus, you act in faith like a child. In order to see, like he's telling here in Nicodemus, you can't even see the kingdom of heaven unless you have faith like a child. That means it's accessible to our sight, spiritual eyes. In Colossians 3, 1 through 3, he tells us, um, since you now have been raised to this new life in Christ, set your sights, set your spiritual eyes, we'll say, on the realities of the kingdom of heaven. Don't focus so much of the things of this earth. For your real life is in what your natural eye cannot see, like Jesus told me. Your real life and all that the kingdom of heaven offers you has absolutely nothing to do with what you can see with your natural eye. So when you see the beautiful creation, that's awesome, God created it. When you see that beautiful river, go, go ahead, that's just nice, play in it. <laughs> But it's beyond that, all the things he has in store for you. The kingdom of heaven. He says we can do it. We can set our minds on things above. That means we have the ability to daydream, to imagine the kingdom of heaven. That was my spiritual eyes that saw these two huge angels probably went up past these lights here that big each and the the incense containers probably were like that big so you start seeing in detail what god's doing what what's going on in the kingdom realm what he's what he's saying you start hearing with the ear of faith you start hearing the things that are beyond what you can see with your natural eye Amen. In 1 Corinthians 2.9, he says it this way. He says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no heart or mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. I don't think that he's talking about the sweet by and by one day when we go into the sky and go and visit Jesus in heaven. I think that he's talking about here on earth that we can't even understand how much he has prepared for us how much access we have to the kingdom of heaven for those who love him. And I believe that in the day and age that we're living, if we dare to believe like a child, we will access the kingdom of heaven. It will become so easy to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. It will become so easy to see miracle signs and wonders and, and see people come to the Lord because of these things, because we're just seeing it with the eye of faith. We're seeing it into the realm of the spirit because we have faith like a child. We're, we're like, Lord, just erase the, the stuff. Unlearn us, Lord. <laughs> so that we're not like Nicodemus. How can we go back into our mother's womb and be reborn? So how can we unlearn these things? How can we see beyond what we can see? 
That doesn't make sense, Lord. No. He wants us just to believe that whatever he tells us is fact. Amen? Listen, in John eleven forty, he says, he responds, didn't I tell you that you, you would see the glory of God if you believe? Again, it's the one requirement. Just believe. Just believe and you'll see the glory of God. Have faith like a child. Whatever God says, just take him at his word. Even before you can touch it, even before you can smell it, if we were to tell Jude that we have a new bike for him, when, which we still need to teach him how to ride a bike, but if we were to tell him we have this awesome prize, as long as he's good at school today, you know that he would believe us and he would tell us how his day was. I got green, mom and dad. That means like you did good and then there's blue and then there's some other red colors. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they'd have some kind of system there of whether they had a good day or not. But he would try his best. Why? Because he has faith that if he will live this way or if he will do this thing. So what is God telling you when you read the word of God and God's speaking to you through his word? So the word is the foundation and, and, and it's his word. It's what he's saying to you. So you want to read his word or you're not going to know what the kingdom of heaven has available to you. But as you read it, what is it saying to you? Whatever it's saying to you, take it like that child and, and throughout that day, be in expectation and be doing whatever he said to do to receive that thing. Because when Jude would be done with that day, all day he would have done what he needed to do to have a good day, to, to behave, to be, to be respectful, to be listening so that he could come report back to us. I did what you said. I had faith that whatever you said was true. Now where's my bike? <laughs> and we would have it ready for him. Well, God has already given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. The kingdom of heaven and everything that is in it. We're, we're co-heirs together with Christ. So it all is accessible to us. It's just that in order to see the glory of God, in order to see the kingdom of heaven, in order to access the kingdom of heaven, there's one simple requirement. Have faith like a child. Take your father's word and believe it. And throughout the day, don't even go. Don't even go to that place of wondering or worrying. In fact, he says, cast down all thoughts, cast down all imaginations that are contrary to what your father has said. Don't even go to worry. Cast those thoughts down. Resist the temptation to, to, to worry about it. Isn't that good? Hallelujah. Just to build your faith a little bit in the supernatural, in the, the realm of the kingdom of heaven, in John 14, 21, he says, those who accept my commands and obey them are the ones who love me. So if we're taking God's word and, and we're, we're obeying them and we're doing what he's saying to do, that's faith because you're believing that this is the way he wants you to live, so you're doing it. And he says, if you're doing that, you're having faith in me like a child, and he says, then you love me and me and my father love you, and we will come and reveal ourselves to you. You can't have someone, you can't have God reveal himself to you if the kingdom of heaven is not available for us to see. But he says, this is possible. Me and my father will come and reveal ourselves to you. In other words, the kingdom of heaven, you're going to be able to see the realms of heaven. You're going to be able to see into the realm of the spirit if you will obey me and do what I command. So if you really believe God and you want and you desire to see into the realm of the kingdom of heaven, then you're going to read God's word and you're going to read that scripture and you'll be like, you know what? I really desire to see Jesus. I really desire to operate in the supernatural. I really desire to operate in the discerning of spirits. So if you want that gifting to be operating in and through you, you're going to do you're going to love God and do what he commands. And you're going to take him at his word and say, you know what? I believe 
that he's telling the truth there. So I'm going to act on God's word, and I'm going to do what he commands. Whenever I see a commandment, I'm going to do it. Because I want to operate in the supernatural. I want to see and have the revelation of Jesus and the Father. You're doing it by faith. That's what faith does. It, it, it believes something in an accident, even though it cannot see it. So we read God's word, and we meditate on it, and we take him at his word. We act on it with the faith like a child. Remember, faith without works is dead. In other words, it's not enough to just mentally agree. A child will run with it. A child will do whatever needs to be done if it actually believes. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. So if you want to see the glory of God, you have to have faith and believe. If you're going to receive from the kingdom of heaven, you're going to have to take God at his word and have faith in what he says. Faith is the assurance or the faith in what God has spoken. Whether you can see it, touch it, taste it, or smell it yet, it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with the sense realm. It has to do with just looking beyond what you can see with your natural eyes and taking them at his word. Be expecting, and at the right time, he's, you'll have it. Amen? In Joshua 1.8, he says, study this book of the law. Study the word of God. And meditate on it day and night. Observe to do everything that's written in it. Then you will prosper, and you'll have good success. So if we truly took God at his word and believed that was true, we would be doing what it says. We would be taking the scriptures and we would be thinking on it. We'd be meditating on it. And part of meditating on it is imagining it is so in our lives. Any scripture, James 4, 8, draw close to God and he will draw close to me. If you long to, to walk hand in hand with Jesus, then you're going to be spending time with him. If you want to grow close to anybody, you're going to spend time with them in the natural, right? Well, he gives us the law right there, James 4, 8. If you want to draw close to me and have me draw close to you, then spend time with me. So faith, like a child, would go ahead and take that scripture and act on it because I want a close relationship with Jesus. Matthew 6, 33, we know the scripture real well. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, live right, and he'll add all these things unto you. Yet every day we're jealous, coveting what our brother or sister has, what they've been blessed with. But are we seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? Are we living to please God in the way that he's showing us to? Because this is the result of being childlike in faith and accessing that part of the word and the kingdom of heaven. Or some people are prospering in this. They take God at his word, and it's the word of God says in um, Luke 6.38, give, and it shall be given unto you. So some people believe that. We should take the whole word, by the way. But people take bits and pieces of the word, and they accept it as truth. They take it like childlike faith, accept that as truth, and when they start acting on it, they see that part of the word working in their lives. Why? They're incubating. They're acting on it. They're having faith like a child. They see ahead of time and believe with their heart that this is going to work for them, and then it works for them. The kingdom of heaven, they start accessing that part. What if we would just meditate on all the word? What if we would just see all the word working for us? Or what if as we read the word of God every day and he gives us that fresh manna or that fresh revelation, that fresh daily bread, we take that scripture and we start meditating on it all day. Seeing with the eye of faith, incubating it with the eye of faith, seeing ourselves act that out with the eye of faith and, 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 and then acting it out. We'll see ourselves taking part in the kingdom of heaven. We'll see kingdom of heaven working for our good, causing all things to work together for our good. I hope you're getting this. I hope you're seeing what God wants to do with us. If we want a blessed, prosperous life on earth as it is in heaven, which is what God wants for us, 
then we're going to have to start accessing the kingdom of heaven, which belongs to us. Third John 1, 2, he says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper, that you would be in health, and that your soul would prosper. All this available to you in the kingdom of heaven. Not just one day, but right here on earth as it is in heaven. This is available to us, purchased for you. When you're seated on a throne together with Christ in heavenly places, anything is yours. Go take your pick. But you got to see yourself. you got to see yourself with the eye of a child, with the heart of a child, and receive it. Start giving it, start birthing it. <laughs> start having it grow in you until finally you see the manifestation of it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. There is a substance. Hoping for something means you're going to imagine it. If you really want something, a, a young lady, probably Natalie, she's dreaming. She's dreaming how her, our son's fiance, how her wedding day is going to go. She's imagining it. She's planning it. She's thinking about how she's going to look. What is she doing? She's giving birth to something. Hopefully not anytime soon. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? She's imagining it and she's putting something to work for her and she's going to see that happen. Well, the same thing happens spiritually. If we want to see the word of God work for us, faith without works is dead. So our part in the, the process is to incubate it and to, to imagine it and to set our hand to meditating, which is imagining it coming to pass in our lives. And I believe 150% that God will see your faith, your childlike faith, and he will watch over that word and perform it in your lives. You will see the manifestation of the kingdom of heaven at hand. I think that God wants us to get this. I think he wants us to be manifest children of God, manifesting the kingdom of God because we have childlike faith. Hallelujah. That's it. Father, I just seal that with the blood of Jesus. I seal it with the blood of Jesus, Lord. We receive your word as truth. And as we read your word, as we go throughout our days and meditate on the word, as you reveal to us scripture, Lord, that we hide it in our heart, Lord. We think about it. We daydream about it. We envision it, Lord. And we see it come to pass in our lives. We see it working for us because you watch over your word to perform it. We thank you, God. Your word is truth. And it is life and it is health to those that find it. Father, we just thank you, God. Your word is alive. Your word is alive. And we give place to it, Lord, in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to see the miraculous because we're going to believe like a child. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs>